Welcome to Red Spark Radio. In case this is your first time checking out the show, I just want to give you a brief rundown of what Red Spark is and what the aims of this audio project are. Red Spark is a website that compiles news and stories regarding revolutionary movements, national independence struggles, and the ongoing war against imperialism and capitalism from across the globe. Red Spark Radio is simply an audio version of some of the biggest stories from the site, released bi-weekly, with the aims of making Red Spark more accessible to comrades who prefer an audio format. We'll be covering the people's wars in India and the Philippines, national liberation struggles in Palestine, and proletarian movements from other areas of the globe. There's a rich history concerning all of these movements and struggles, and Red Spark Radio is really just scratching the surface. I strongly encourage listeners to go beyond the headlines, which you can do so by checking out the Red Spark website or by checking out Foreign Languages Press, which has a fantastic selection of low-cost books, free PDFs, and even free audiobooks that really delve into the theory, history, and ideology behind the movements we'll be covering here. You can find a link to the Red Spark site and Foreign Languages Press in the episode description. So without further ado, let's get to the headlines from the last two weeks of December. Celebrate the Revolutionary Life of Jose Maria Sassone Communist Party of the Philippines, December 16, 2023 We mark today the first anniversary of the passing away of our ever-dearest comrade Jose Maria Sassone, founding chair of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Philippines and great communist leader of the Philippine Revolution. We celebrate his revolutionary life and great contributions to the theory of Marxism, Leninism, Maoism through its practical application on the concrete conditions of Philippine society and in waging national democratic revolution. We will forever treasure the legacy of theoretical and practical work that caused Joma bequeathed the party to help guide the new generation of revolutionary proletarian cadres and party members and Filipino revolutionary fighters as they wage a life-and-death class struggle to overthrow the reign of those who exploit and oppress the broad masses of the Filipino people. Through his body of work, Ka Joma defined the revolutionary landscape in the Philippines for over five decades. Several generations of party cadres and leaders, Red Commanders and Fighters of the New People's Army and revolutionaries and activists, looked up to Kajoma's leadership and sought guidance from his insightful Marxist-Leninist-Maoist analysis. The Program for a People's Democratic Revolution or National Democracy, which Kajoma first elaborated, represents a complete break from the now 77-year history of semi-colonial and semi-feudal system in the Philippines. It seeks to realize the Filipino people's aspiration for national and social liberation, which have inspired thousands of uprisings throughout the three centuries of colonial and semi-colonial subjugation. Kajoma's work remains ever-relevant, modern, and future-proof in contrast to the official bourgeois liberal, neoliberal, and anti-communist ideas promoted by the reactionary state that represents the moribund system that is way beyond its time. His sharp analysis of the backward feudal and semi-feudal, agrarian and non-industrial conditions of the semi-colonial and semi-feudal system remains key in understanding the necessity of waging a people's democratic revolution. Since his death, a campaign to study the works of Kajoma has been carried out within the party and among the other organizations and movements which he has inspired. Key works of Kajoma, including Struggle for National Democracy, Philippine Society and Revolution, Rectify Heirs and Rebuild the Party, Specific Characteristics of Our People's War, Our Urgent Tasks, Reaffirm Our Basic Principles, Stand for Socialism Against Modern Revisionism, and many others, are being circulated in print and digital form. Kajoma's five-volume set of books are being promoted and translated to local languages. The work of Kajoma continues to serve as guide to the party and Philippine Revolution. His theoretical writings remain ever crucial in the ideological, political, and organizational building of the party, 
waging armed struggle through the extensive and intensive guerrilla warfare, carrying forward the revolutionary mass movement in both the cities and the countryside, as well as in conducting peace negotiations with the co-belligerent government of the Republic of the Philippines, or GRP. His legacy continues to serve as source of inspiration and guidance for the Central Committee and all leading committees of the CPP. Proletarian revolutionary cadres continue to lead the New People's Army in waging mass struggles and continue to strike deep and wide roots among the masses to lead their struggles. Presently, the party is at the core of the broad united front that is being built against the U.S. Marcos regime. The revolutionary work of Ka Joma will continue to inspire future generations of Filipino youth. The resounding call to wage national democratic revolution touches on their deep longing for a society that is free from oppression and exploitation. Two-day ceasefire announced by CPP and PA to celebrate the party's 55th anniversary. National Operational Command, New People's Army, CPP Central Committee, Communist Party of the Philippines. December 23, 2023. To mark the significance of the upcoming 55th anniversary of the Communist Party of the Philippines, we hereby declare to all units of the New People's Army across the country to observe a two-day suspension of tactical offensives starting at 0001 hours of December 25th and ending on 2359 hours of December 26th. The two-day ceasefire aims to allow the peasant masses and MPA units in their area to conduct assemblies, meetings, or gatherings to celebrate the party's anniversary, look back at past achievements, and pay tribute to all the heroes and martyrs of the Philippine Revolution. This ceasefire declaration is also in solidarity with people's traditional holiday celebrations. In the face of the relentless offensives, state terrorism and fascist crimes of the Armed Forces of the Philippines, or AFP, all units of the NPA are placed in high alert and must be vigilant and ready to act in self-defense to counter and frustrate hostile movement or actions of enemy units within the scope of the NPA's guerrilla fronts and areas of operations. The NPA and the masses are advised to maintain a high level of secrecy in the conduct of their activities. Guerrilla offensives of the NPA can resume immediately at 001 hours of December 27th. Amid worsening economic crisis and intensifying oppression under the Marcos regime, the NPA must continue to carry out extensive and intensive guerrilla warfare to fight state terrorism and defend the people's democratic rights and interests. CPP-NPA two-day holiday truce goes into effect. CPP Information Bureau, December 25, 2023. The two-day holiday ceasefire declared by the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Philippines, or CPP, and the National Operations Command of the New People's Army, or NPA, took effect this morning at 001 hours and will last until 2359 hours of Tuesday, December 26th. The CPP said the holiday truce aims to allow assemblies and gatherings to celebrate the party's 55th anniversary and pave the way for the people's traditional holiday celebrations. Amid the two-day ceasefire, units of the NPA are in high alert and ready to act in self-defense to counter and frustrate hostile movements or actions of enemy units within the scope of the NPA's guerrilla fronts and areas of operations, the party said. Asked by media on the Marcos government's non-reciprocation of the holiday ceasefire, CPP Information Officer Marco Valbuena replied that the CPP, quote, did not expect the Marcos fascist regime and its running dogs and the armed forces of the Philippines, AFP, to reciprocate the party and MPA's gesture of solidarity with the people during their traditional celebrations, unquote. Quote, the AFP cannot control its bloodlust. They cannot give even short respite to the masses who are tired of the presence of the armed soldiers in their communities. Even their foot soldiers are complaining how they are being used as cannon fodder without let-up, unquote, said Valbuena. Quote, the AFP is desperately trying to meet its declared war objective of crushing the NPA by the end of the year again and is on a rampage of state terrorism in almost all parts of the country, unquote, Valbuena added. 
Valbuena pointed out that despite the AFP's relentless armed offensives, people are secretly converging or will be converging in a thousand places in the coming days to mark the party's founding anniversary. Party branches are gathering to read the message of the Central Committee, take stock of the situation, and reaffirm their commitment to fight for the people's aspirations for social justice and freedom. After the two-day ceasefire, units of the NPA may resume its guerrilla offensives at 001 hours of Wednesday, December 27th, according to the party leadership. Quote, amid worsening economic crisis and intensifying oppression under the Marcos regime, the NPA must continue to carry out extensive and intensive guerrilla warfare to fight state terrorism and defend the people's democratic rights and interests, unquote, the CPP said. CRPF sub-inspector killed during firefight with Naxalites in Sukhma District. Sukhma District, India, December 17, 2023. A Central Reserve Police Force, or CRPF, sub-inspector was killed and a constable injured in an encounter between security forces and a squad of Naxalites on Sunday in Chhattisgarh, Sukhma District. According to officials, the incident took place at 7 a.m., when a team of CRPF Battalion 165 troopers was headed from the Bedra Police Camp under the Jagargunda jurisdiction for an anti-Naxal operation. The CRPF team was headed towards Ursingal when the firefight took place with the Naxalites, who took advantage of the dense force cover and opened fire on the security forces. The CRPF team then fired back at the Naxals, who fled from the spot. In the skirmish, Sub-Inspector Sudakar Reddy was killed and Constable Ramu suffered a bullet injury. Ramu has been airlifted to the state capital, Raipur, which is over 431 kilometers from Sukma, for further treatment. Four men have been detained in connection with the incident, and the CRPF and local police force were engaged in a combing operation in the area till noon following the gun battle. CPI Maoist AOB-SZC extends full support to Angawadi workers' strike in Andhra Pradesh. Viscapatnam District, India, December 18, 2023. The CPI Maoist Andhra Odisha Border Special Zonal Committee, or AOB-SZC, on Monday informed that their committee will extend full support to Anganwadi workers across Andhra Pradesh state and their ongoing protests against the government for failing to address their list of 19 key demands. The committee secretary, Comrade Ganesh, in a release on Monday, said that the Anganwadi workers should continue their protests until the government addressed their demands. Comrade Ganesh said that the YSR Congress party had promised to create 2.65 lakh jobs and increase salaries of Anganwadi workers. But after coming to power, the party forgot all the poll promises, he said. Quote, around 1.06 lakh Anganwadi workers, including their helpers, are doing their work in every village in the state with very low salaries. They submitted a memorandum to the government before calling for the statewide bond from December 8th. The government did not address their demands. We appeal to the public leaders and communities to support the Anganwadi workers, unquote, Comrade Ganesh said in a statement. Squad of Naxalites raids road construction site in Gadchroli District. Gadchroli District, India, December 20, 2023. A squad of Naxalites conducted a raid on a road construction site in Maharashtra's Gadchroli District in the early hours of Wednesday setting ablaze an earth-moving machine and a tanker, police announced to the press today. The incident took place in the Hydor-Dodor village, located along the border of Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh states. The construction work was underway on the village road when a squad of Naxalites arrived on the scene and torched the machine and the vehicle engaged in the work, a police official said. 
The Naxalites also put up a pamphlet in the area calling for a nationwide bond on December 22nd, the police official added. CPI Maoist cadres torched two buses in Bijapur district ahead of December 22nd bond. Bijapur district, India, December 21st, 2023. Cadres of the CPI Maoists set ablaze two buses in Chhattisgarh's Bijapur district on Thursday, though there are no reports of injuries to anyone, a police official reported to the press today. The buses were traveling between Jagdalpur city and the town of Bijapur, and security forces have been rushed to take charge of the situation, Bijapur Superintendent of Police, Ajneya Varshney, said. A bus was stopped near Timapur village at around 7 p.m. and was set ablaze by the Maoists after the passengers were made to alight, while the second incident took place near Duiguita village when a bus was on its way to Raipur city from there, he declared. Both of the areas are under Basaguda police station limits. Further details are awaited, Varshney commented. As per police reporting, cadres of the Maoist party have obstructed the Bijapur-Jagdalpur highway by felling trees and placing them on the arterial route. The Maoists have also distributed pamphlets in the area asking people to support the bond, or shutdown, called by the Communist Party of India Maoist on Friday to protest the murder of their cadres by security forces in Chhattisgarh and in Bihar. Cadres of CPI Maoist sabotage railway tracks in West Singbum District. West Singbum District, India, December 22, 2023. Cadres of the CPI Maoists blew up a portion of railway tracks in Jharkhand's West Singbum District, disrupting train service on the Howrah-Mumbai route for several hours, police announced to the press on Friday. The incident occurred late Thursday night between Mahadevsal and Poisoda railway stations around 150 kilometers from the state capital, Ranchi, West Singbum Superintendent of Police Ashutosh Sakar said. The Maoists have also put up posters and banners in the area after blowing up the railway tracks. The Maoist Party is observing Resistance Week from December 16th to the 22nd. Cadres of the Maoist Party had earlier put up a banner on the up line near Darinwa Station. A banner was also put up in the engine of Tata Itwari passenger train. Earlier, the Maoists had put up posters and banners and called for a Bharat bond. The Maoists have announced the Bharat bond in protest against the ongoing police action against them. It was announced by issuing a letter through the Central Committee spokesperson of the CPI Maoist, Comrade Alpay. In the letter issued by the CPI Maoist, it was written that in the name of a Maoist free Jharkhand, Jharkhand police along with central forces are committing atrocities in tribal-dominated areas. They have also written that during the continuous attack, their comrades were being captured and killed. Quote, the Central Committee of the Communist Party of India works for the eradication of the revolutionary movement and the revolutionary masses. In such a situation, there is a need to raise voice against the illegitimate attack by the police, unquote, Comrade Aphey said in the letter. The Maoists have also sought help from intellectuals and human rights organizations to make the bond successful. In the letter issued by the Maoist party, it was written that all essential services, like milk and ambulance, would not be affected due to the bond. Quote, security has been tightened in the locality. The repair work on the railway tracks has been started from early morning, unquote, S.P. Sakar added. Socialist Front demands full implementation of three-point agreement between Chand-led CPN and government of Nepal. Kathmandu, Nepal, December 18, 2023. 
The Socialist Front of Nepal has called on the government and the concerned sides to fully implement the three-point agreement reached between the government of Nepal and the Netra Bikram Chand-led Communist Party of Nepal, or CPN. In a statement issued on Monday, Socialist Front Coordinator Madhav Kumar Nepal urged the government and related parties to fully implement the three-point agreement made with the Chand-led CPN. On December 4th, the Kathmandu District Court issued arrest warrants for CPN General Secretary Chand and Khadga Bahadur, Bishwakarma, among others, in a case of offense against the state. Nepal said in the statement that the court's order has drawn serious attention of the front. CPN Maoist Center, CPN Unified Socialist, Janata Samajawadi Party, and the three Chand-led CPN announced formation of the Socialist Front Nepal on June 19, 2023.